Let's pray together, please. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can trust that your word is true. And I pray today that you would speak to each of us in the depths of our soul, that we might hear your voice and walk more closely with you. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Today I want us to think a little bit about identity <clears throat> and personality. Colossians chapter 3 verse 10 says that we have put on a new self, which is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created it. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free. But Christ is all and is in all. A lot of talk today about identity, a lot of confusion today about identity. How do you identify? What are your pronouns? What is identity? According to modern psychology, identity is self-determined. According to one article I read in Psychology Today, it said, identity encompasses the values people hold, which dictate the choices that they make. And identity contains multiple roles, such as mother, teacher, U.S. citizen, and each role holds meaning and expectations that are internalized into one's identity. Identity continues to evolve over the course of an individual's life. What do you think? How would you determine identity? The bottom line, though, is according to the world, each person determines his or her own identity. Identity is what we say it is because of what some inner voice tells us about our identity. You know what? And that's true in the same way that worshiping a false god is true. Somebody can worship a false god, and while it is worship, the god is false, and therefore the worship is worthless. And so somebody can also identify themselves, and while there is a sense of truth, and that's the way they identify themselves, it is meaningless and ultimately worthless. See, true identity can't be self-determined. With so much confusion about self-determined identity today, what does the Bible say? See, many people today would say, well, our identities are male or female or some something along the lines of the LGBTQ plus spectrum. Some people identify as animals these days. But the Bible is clear that our identity is really determined by two events in history. First, by the cross. That's what Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 10, when he says, that we have put on a new self, which is being renewed to the true knowledge according to the image of the one who created it. The definition in psychology today tells us that our identity comes from an inner voice. And one of the things that they said that's actually accurate is that each role holds meaning and expectation that internalizes into one's identity. Identity matters because it determines a sense of meaning. That's true. Identity matters because it tells us more than who we are, but why we are here and why we matter. Again, identity gives meaning and expectations, psychologists tell us, and again, that's true. But for something to have meaning, then it has to be given meaning by something greater. Lesser things can't give meaning to themselves. I'm thinking about this pen, for instance. 
does this pen have meaning? Well, it matters. Is this pen at the bottom of the sea where it is sitting there of no use, of no utility, of no value to anybody? Is it of an itself meaningful? If it just sits for eternity at the bottom of the sea, we'd say no. What gives this pen meaning is when it's taken the hand of a writer and that writer decides to write a declaration of independence or to sign a Magna Carta or uh, an emancipation proclamation. What gives me, or maybe some jokes or something, but what gives meaning to this pen, the meaning is not inside itself. The meaning is given to it by one that is creator. And so we have meaning as well, the Bible says, because we have been created by God. We are made in God's image. We are valued by the one who made us and who holds us. He gives purpose to our lives. He takes us into his hands and says, be my instrument for eternal purposes. One reason there's so much anxiety and frustration today is because so many people don't know why they're here. Part of the reason there's so much depression, I think, among people who are trying to find their identities in shallow things is because deep down inside, they realize if they determine their own identities, then their lives really have no ultimate purpose. And they're seeking for that purpose, but cannot find it. The first identity, our first our identity is determined by creation. But second uh, event in history that determines our identity, according to Paul, is the cross. While Colossians 3.10 says we've put on a new self, verse 11 continues, a renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ in all and is all and in all. Notice the traditional identity markers that Paul mentions here. Jew and Greek, racial. Uncircumcised and circumcised, legalistic righteousness. Barbarian, Scythian, nationalistic. Slave, free, social status, economic status. Today we might say things like black, white, Asian good person or socially rejected person, American, Mexican, Russian, Chinese, foreign or West Virginian, blue collar, white collar, no collar, you know, college grad, high school grad, grade school dropout. All of those tend to be identity markers that people latch onto even today, but they all stop at the cross. Before the cross, we may identify them ourselves based on color, or we may look at others based on their own goodness or their nationality or their social status, the kind of car they drive, the kind of house they live in, the kind of neighborhood they grew up in. But after the cross, everything changes. The ground is level, they say, at the foot of the cross. Our identity at the cross is sinner. We are all sinners saved by grace. After the cross, our identity now becomes new. 
2 Corinthians 5, 16. Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one by the flesh, even though we have known Christ by the flesh, yet we now know him in this way no longer. Therefore, if anybody's in Christ, this person is a new creation. The old things passed away. Behold, the new things have come. Galatians 2.20, the Apostle Paul says the same kind of thing. I'm crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Paul's identity is not in himself. It's not in his past. It's in Christ who lives in him. And the life that I live, I now live in the flesh. Uh, the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. And Colossians 3.3, 3, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So there's a choice. The world says, you identify yourself. You determine who you are, your feelings, your behavior, your personality. And it seems to confuse identity with personality. You know, so somebody is more masculine, somebody is more feminine. That's not, a, that, that's not an identity, that's a personality. But we get all those things confused when our identity is not in Christ. The Bible says, you have died. Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Jesus determines your identity. Your old identity has died. It's been buried with Christ. Your identity is new in Christ. That means Jesus determines who you are and why your life matters. Every day we surrender our lives to him, to his identity, to his purpose, to his direction, to his love, to his way. It's why we don't feel guilty of our sins and carry our shame anymore because our identity is not our past and our sin, but the righteousness of God, the righteousness that we have in Christ. The result is we no longer live for ourselves, but for him who gave his life for us. Colossians 2, 3.10. You have put on a new self, which is being renewed to a true knowledge. See, the key is true knowledge. Underline that true knowledge, not the falsehoods of the world, not the lies that the world says about who you are and what your identity is, but knowing yourself through God because of two events, the creation and the cross. In his first year as head coach of University of North Carolina basketball, Hubert Davis could have identified himself in many ways. He was quoted as saying, faith though is the most important thing to me. My faith and the foundation are firmly in my relationship with Jesus. It just is. My mother was a Christian and she begged me to go to church growing up and I didn't want to go. I wasn't interested in it. My mom used to say that Jesus had a plan for me. And at that time growing up, I didn't understand. I didn't want to listen to it, he said. He said he grew up actually hating God because his mother had passed away when he was in high school and he didn't understand. He said his animosity continued to grow into his first couple of years as a player when he was a player at North Carolina. He just couldn't reconcile how his mother had tried to teach him about God and God had allowed him to experience so much pain by taking her away. But he continues. One of the things that Dean Smith, legendary Tar Heels coach, who was the coach of the team when Davis played, one of the things he used to do was make all freshmen go to church. He said, I went to church only because Coach Smith 
an assistant coach, Guthrie, encouraged me to go to church. I started to understand, though, what my mom was talking all about. I started to understand the sacrifice that Jesus had made for me and how much he loved me. And two days before my junior year of college, I became a Christian. Instead of being upset that Jesus had taken away the most beautiful person in my life, my mom, now I'm thankful every day that he gave me the best that I could ever have had for 16 years. And now my faith in Christ is the foundation of who I am. Hear those words? Christ is the foundation of who I am. He says that's his identity. That's what it means to have identity in Christ. He is the foundation of who you are that gives life meaning, that gives suffering meaning, gives us power to overcome. So Paul says in Colossians 3.10, that we have put on a new self, which is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created it. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. What's it mean to surrender your identity to Christ today? To find a true identity in Jesus alone have a transformed way of looking at yourself, not according to the surface things, but according to how God sees you because of the creation and the cross. Heavenly Father, I thank you that we can be secure in who we are because it's not based on shallow things that are temporary and can pass away and can be taken away from us, things that we don't have control over but that we can know who we are because of two solid events, two solid things that you have done to show us your love for us. Now help us, Lord, to take your message to a lost world of people who don't understand who they are. Mm -hmm. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks. Hope you have a good week.